We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ready? Down! Hood, 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 hood! This is the Bear Report Podcast with Zach Pearson, Zach Pearson, and Aaron Lemming. Aaron Lemming providing extensive coverage of the Chicago Bears. Go Bears! Presented by Blue Wire Pods. And now, here are your hosts, Zach Pearson and Aaron Lemming. And now joining us here on the Bear Report podcast is a very special guest. You might have heard his name in the media over the past couple of days. We're welcoming on Chris Corfist of Slow Guide Speed School. He also coaches track at Homewood Flossmore, and he's here to talk to us a little bit about what he does exactly and how he's helping Dave, Chicago Bears running back David Montgomery. Chris, thanks for joining us today, man. Well, thanks for having me. No problem. And let's just kind of get right into it. So how did this all come about, um, you know, with you kind of coaching up uh, Bears running back David Montgomery? We heard in his press conference the other day that you've been uh, training him, him in the offseason. Was it something he reached out or did you kind of uh, reach out to him? Well, I've been working with Thomas Ives since his sophomore year in high school. Um, and we kind of brought him a long way. I mean, as a sophomore, he was a kid with scoliosis and uh, we found ways around that to be the athlete that he is today. And he's a six foot five, four, four, 40, four, four, 40, 41 inch vertical jump guy, which is pretty impressive. And I think what happened was David and Thomas were roommates. And I think David was complaining, you know, that he didn't run a great 40 and that he wished he had a speed guy. And Thomas goes, as we say here in Chicago, I know a guy. And so Thomas who's been training at my house since, you know, sophomore year in high school, I said, I'm going to bring some people by. And I said, you know, that's great. Come on by. And next thing I know, walks in and Thomas goes, this is David Montgomery and Deshante Jones. And I said, hi, how you doing? And he goes, I'm here to get faster. And I said, all right, well, well let's go. And so my normal process is I take them out into my street because I train out of my house. And I film them running and then we sit down and we look at what's wrong and what's right. And then we construct a plan uh, to get to that point. And I think why David is unique is David likes quick results. You know, they, he could go train with anyone in the United States and he saw quick results. Uh, and how do I know? Well, we, we film everything. And then he saw the film and uh, he saw the times and, and he kept coming back. It's just a, it's an, it's an incredible story. And I'm sure for you, it's probably been one of those things. It's probably been a bit of a whirlwind ever since this has kind of been put out. I'm sure 
you've been getting a lot more questions and a lot more attention. I'm just kind of curious, you know, from a, from a, you know, kind of a, you know, a, a newbie standpoint in terms of just now hearing about this and, and, and understanding, you know, kind of the science behind it and what you're doing. Uh, you know, how many professional athletes have you trained in the past? And then also, uh, how long have you been working with David Montgomery? Uh, I started with David uh, a year ago, a little more than a year ago. Um, I've been doing this. So I've been obsessed with this since in eighth grade. So that would put it in 1982. And I've coached 30 years in high school. And I've had well, some people say I've had more success than anyone in the state of Illinois. Uh, but when this whole internet thing started up, you know, I put stuff out there and I've worked for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I've worked for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, I consult with the Boston Celtics. I consult with a lot of professional teams. In fact, this almost didn't happen because England Rugby Union uh, tried hiring me out uh, away from school and go join their club in London and uh, COVID hit. Oh, wow. And that killed the whole thing. And so you know, I guess some things lead to another and they happen for a reason. And here I am right now. And, you know, when we got to talk to David in the press conference, he kind of said, you know, learn how to run again. He was kind of breaking down how, you know, he's not running the right way. Can you explain exactly what that means or what he was, you know, saying there? Um, How do you run the right way? And what did you see maybe in him that you could fix? So kind of running the right way means that there are certain markers in a gait cycle. A gait cycle is right foot to left foot to right foot. And elite sprinters have certain markers at certain points. And so for on my film, I go by feet per second. I know where the timing is. David was late in what was going on. And part of the reason why he was late is that he was so incredibly strong that he pushed so hard with the leg on the ground that it actually shifted his pelvis backwards. So that means that when the swing leg comes through, it's gonna land early because his giant pelvis had so much further to travel. So what we did is created a series of drills and exercises that didn't allow him to do that. And so when he talked about his uh, mom's recipe, his fried chicken recipe, that's what that is. Um, It's it's those drills and it's not not mega science. um, And some people are gonna think I'm nuts but I have a machine called the 1080 sprint where I can program how fast you run. I connect you to it. And so with David is we programmed him to run faster than he normally can. So if his pelvis tilted behind, he would fall. I know that's scary to think that I'm going to drag David Montgomery across my street at 14 miles an hour, but his body knows that he's such an elite athlete that his body figured out it's a better way to run. If I don't tilt my pelvis back. Wow. So I just got to say, I just got to know. So I, I have to assume at this point in time then, cause I don't know how much you follow David Montgomery at uh, Iowa state, but he was never really known. Like he was always a really good running back. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm an Oklahoma fan. I watched plenty of them at Iowa state, but he was never known as that guy that could just break off that home run hitting ability and, you know, take it 80 yards of the house. And then this last year, and it's funny that you say that, that you've been working with him for over a year now, and last year, he finally had that huge run. So I got to assume that you, you got to be taking credit for that. Is that right? Well, we're both taking credit <laughs> for it because I just stand there and hit uh, a surface or an iPad and he does the work. 
And he's the one that's got to worry about falling or getting dragged across my street in front of all the birds that sit by my street. <laughs> um, so really, uh, the changes that we made together, when he came here, he was running a little high, a little under 20 miles an hour. I think it was, uh, he was running uh, eight, his max velocity at 20 meters was 8.04 meters per second, which I think comes out to be like 1973. And then right before they went to camp, he was running 9.1 meters a second, which is just under 21 miles an hour, which we know if he goes over, to, if he gets close to 22, uh, he will be uh, in the elite of speed in the NFL. And I think I, I put a video up on YouTube of him running where it's him running 22 miles an hour. Wow. So and that was and that was the video we took just before OTAs. Uh, and when you watch the video on YouTube, uh, I think it's track football consortium is the thing that I had up. Uh, he's cruising. I mean, he looks like an elite sprinter in that picture. Yeah. I was speaking of the videos. I've been looking at your Twitter and seen on YouTube and there's one, um, an ankle rocker jump. And it said, uh, he put four inches on that. How does that translate? And can you kind of explain a little bit? Is that just, you know, maybe like a warm up type drill? No, that's, um, so when you vertical, should I get really scientific here or trying yeah. to keep it really basic? Let's, uh, how about both or kind of a mixture maybe? <laughs> okay. So when a lot of people vertical jump, they're going to load down. So they go down, they throw their arms down, they bend their knees and they jump up. So what you're doing is you're creating energy by coming down and then coming up, uh, which is great. You know, Tom is, David jumps 39 here, which is a great jump. But what I'm interested in is how fast can you turn it on? which means there's no load, there's no drama, there's no any of that stuff. Can you stand there and jump up in the air? Can you load your ankles and just pop up in the air? And so David took his 225 pounds with minimal joint angles and exploded up in the air 33 inches, which is impressive. That's, yeah. that's the record in my gym. And I've had gold medalist athletes, I've had you know, all walks of life that can really move. And he popped that off. Now, of course, that workout turned into a two-hour workout because then he continued wanted to see if he could beat that. And we spent the next hour between him and Thomas going back and forth as to who can try and beat that number. <laughs> That's incredible. I, it, it's crazy that in today's, you know, in today's sports, really, because, I mean, really, baseball is kind of taking different angles. Football is taking different angles. And my argument with football in terms of just analytics and everything else has always been, it's a much more complicated game than a game like baseball, but now kind of hearing you break this down and just more focus on the athlete, not so much the advanced numbers, but more of the athlete and how to get better. Now I'm kind of curious about this because, you know, as, as a lot of bears fans know, and as a lot of people who've watched him through college and into the pros know, I mean, he's always been a very hard nosed runner. He's always been somebody with great balance, uh, really been able to break a ton of tackles. I mean, he's one of the league leaders over the last few years since he's come in the league is, is, you know, basically breaking tackles. So I'm kind of curious from your perspective, do you think that what you're working with in terms of the speed, do you think that's going to improve it? Do you think that we're going to see a, you know, an evolving, a different type of runner who maybe doesn't break tackles as much by pure brute force and more by just agility and the fact that he's a faster player? How is this going to change his game over time? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So first of all, David does not like to talk about that he is the guy that can break tackles. David <laughs> thinks he's the guy that can make you miss. And if you want to get him going, you tell him. In fact, when I want to amp him up for a workout, I tell him, well, you're the guy that breaks tackles. And he goes, no, I'm the guy that makes you miss. And then he's going to work extra hard. And he works hard enough as it is. Um, but that's only one side of the workout. The other side of the workout is, again, on my 1080 machine where I can really track every step that you take. Uh, we will strap him down in different places and pull from different places. So it replicates contact. And so how much power does he have after contact? Uh, and can he pull from different areas? So if I pull him from his left shoulder compared to his right shoulder, which is like getting hit on the left or my right, can I still put out the same power at equal side? So when I do get hit, can I still bounce off with equal power on both sides to create a more symmetrical runner. Because I think when you break down film, you know that some runners will break more to the left or more to the right. We're trying to create a more symmetrical runner who can go either way with power. And then on top of that, we wanna make sure that his power is in a horizontal fashion rather than a vertical fashion, which again, where that ankle rocker squat comes in. And that's really what we're looking for. Uh, so one day workout is I'm pulling him really fast where we're working on, can I bounce off someone and race the end zone? And the second, the other workout, because he comes two days a week is if someone hits me, can I still drive through and keep a horizontal force after I hit? Uh, when I work with England rugby, because uh, I still do a lot of consulting with them you know, in rugby, it, they call it the death throws that how far can I go after I get hit and drag forward with horizontal force? And I was working with John Clark, who's the head strength coach there. And, and that's kind of the program that we use with David that we're using here. Because in rugby, it's all about how far can I get that ball before I pitch it off. With David is, can I drag you five yards and then break off and run for the end zone? So I got to ask, when, when you're working with David and, you know, are you breaking down film from his games? Are you taking film of him running? Is it maybe a little bit of both? Like how, if you are breaking down game film, what are you exactly looking at? And is it difficult to like see that, especially, you know, with a contact sport like football? So everything that I have here, the only film that matters to me is what I take because I know where all my angles are. And so when I'm watching the sprint, it's out on my street, uh, actually, they obsess about filming. Um, I don't know why they don't let me film. Uh, but when he is doing the acceleration stuff, I have, uh, he, again, he's connected to this machine and I measure every step that he takes 
and I know where the force is going. I know if he's got a shimmer in his right ankle. I know if he's got a break in his left hip. Then we're going to come back and do exercises to put that hip back together so we don't lose force when he makes a cut or we don't lose force when he gets hit. So I'm kind of curious here, just kind of going back and, you know, maybe you didn't have a ton of involvement with this, but mm -hmm. last year during training camp, uh, David went down with, uh, you know, with an injury and yep. I'm kind of curious, where do you come in with that? Do you do any sort of adjustments? Is it stuff that you guys have worked on to work? Cause I mean, he came back incredibly fast. A lot of people thought he was going to miss the first few weeks of the season and lo and behold, week one, he was ready to go. So did you have any involvement with, you know, after the injury or during the rehab and, and trying to get him back up and rolling or did the training have anything to do with him being able to bounce back as fast as he did? Part of it is, is how we set it up here. Um, I'm co-owner of a company called Reflexive Performance Reset. And uh, it's a way to make sure that the proper muscles are working at the right time. Um, and so we constantly ingrain the right recruitment for different movements, which is hip flexion, hip extension. And the more that is in place, it greatly reduces either injuries or B, recovery time. And I think that's one of the, and David does it a lot. Uh, and it's a simple technique. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why he came back pretty fast. And I think I don't know anything about the Bears training staff. So I, I'm sure they did a great job, too. But it, uh, the resilience is something that we build in here. So my final question, I don't know if Aaron has any more, but uh, this is a little bit of a fun one. If there's one athlete all time you could work with, who is kind of that dream athlete that, you know, you'd, you'd love to work with? All right, for my anti-climatic answer, you know who's the most fun to work with? Yeah, yeah. Middle school kids. Really? Because middle school kids improve like nobody's business. Okay. Um, and really, that's where you're going to lay the groundwork for what's going to happen because it's at that adolescent age where the body learns to be fast. And so, for me, you remember, I'm still a high school teacher. Mm -hmm. um, I started this business because I wanted to be, I was always looking for the coach that could make me one step faster so I could move on in levels. I mean, I did well. I played football at Northern Illinois, um, but I always wanted that coach. And I thought that I could become that coach. And so whether it's an eighth grade kid or David Montgomery that I can help, you know, that's what I'm here for. Um, and that's why I'm out of my basement. I don't have a fancy place. You run in my driveway and you run in my street. Don't step on my wife's garden, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, my driveway's painted. I make my own equipment. Um, so really, I'm just happy to help anyone that comes along that looks for my help. I'm honored that someone would ask me for help because, again, I don't have, I don't have great social media. I don't have a goatee. I don't have tattoos. So I, I don't fit the part. Um, I'm just a guy that's trying to help kids. I like, awesome. I like that answer. Yeah, so I, I got one final question. It's an easy one. What can Bears fans expect in, in, in 2021? I mean, obviously, we saw we saw a difference. I mean, whether whether or not you want to take credit for that, whether or not people want to give you credit, I don't know. But what I will say is David Montgomery took a huge step in year two for the Bears. And over his final eight weeks of the season, I mean, he was, he was just a completely different running back. So what can we expect moving into 2021 for David Montgomery? And this, really, I mean, this is going to be a huge impact on the Bears' offense. So I think uh, that's going to be up to the offensive line. But I think you're going to see uh, the back half of the Bears season. That is what's going to start off with the David Montgomery. Um, he's already running as fast right now. Before he went to OTAs, he was running as fast 
as he was at the end of our workout. And when he comes back here, when he gets back, uh, we've got another six or seven weeks, which is more than enough time to continue to make improvements with what he's got going on. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. Um, you want to plug your website or Twitter, anything like that? Yeah, I my Twitter is at Corfist. Again, I'm horrible at social media. I don't know these things. Uh, my website is Slow Guy Speed School. And if your coach is out there, uh, we do. I host a track football consortium with another track coach where we take these outside of the box ideas, all of these uh, mom's fried chicken recipes, and we share them with coaches all over the country. Uh, because we want, we want all kids to be better and we want all kids to be fast and we want all kids to achieve their dreams in high school and they can get to where they want to go. Perfect. Thank you so much again for joining us. We're looking forward to watching David and uh, the new success he's going to have by being a lot faster. So well, thanks. really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.